Welcome to the Process Breakdown Podcast, where we talk about streamlining and scaling operations of your company, getting rid of bottlenecks, and giving your employees all the information they need to be successful at their jobs. Now, let's get started with the show. Chad Franzen here, co-host of the Process Breakdown Podcast, where we talk about streamlining and scaling operations of your company, getting rid of bottlenecks, and giving your staff everything they need to be successful at their job. Past guests include David Allen of Getting Things Done and Michael Gerber of The E-Myth and many more. This episode is brought to you by Sweet Process. Have you had a team member ask you the same questions over and over again, and this is the 10th time you spent explaining it? There's a better way and a solution. Sweet Process is a software that makes it drop-dead easy to train and onboard new staff and save time with existing staff. Not only do universities, banks, hospitals, and software companies use them, but first responder government agencies use them in life-or-death situations to run their operations. Use Sweet Process to document all the repetitive tasks that eat up your precious time so so you can focus on growing your team and empowering them to do their best work. Sign up for a free 14-day trial. No credit card required. Go to sweetprocess.com. That's sweet like candy, process.com. Jack Snitkovsky is the first employee and COO of Ninja Holdings, a company seeking to revolutionize the way everyday Americans interact with financial services. Jack has more than 20 years of experience working in startups. Jack also serves on the Alternative Lending Advisory Board for TransUnion. Jack, thanks so much for joining me today. How are you? Hi, Chad. I'm good. Doing well. Thank you. How are you? Good. Thank you. Hey, yeah. So tell me a little bit more about Ninja Holdings and what kind of makes it unique. So Ninja Holdings uh, was founded by uh, a group of entrepreneurs that were originally behind the company called Innova. Uh, who they revolutionized the online lending industry uh, back in kind of the early 2000s. And uh, a few years ago, the team kind of got back together and uh, thought about uh, yeah, doing this again, but looking at new ways that we can uh, modernize uh, the same business, right? What can we do differently uh, this time around? And that's how we... Uh, Ended up here, right? Uh, at this point, we're uh, you know, four years old and about 200 employees with uh, a few different business lines and in actually in the process of acquiring uh, a bank pending regulatory approval. So uh, it's been a wild ride. As COO, what, what does your day kind of look like on a day-to-day basis? <laughs> well, as COO, COO uh, every day looks a little different. Right. Uh, I've been involved uh, since I've been here since day one. I've been involved in almost every aspect uh, of the organization. So, um, like I said, at this point, we've got multiple business lines. So on the day to day, I could be involved uh, in any given uh, business uh, P&L. We've uh, recently spun off a B2B play. So sometimes it's even sort of a salesy day uh trying to uh, gather some clients other times uh you know we're launching a new product called ninja card uh which is a lending first uh, uh new bank uh basically is the easiest uh way to describe it so uh, there's a lot uh, there's a lot of dealing with uh you know technology uh, trying to make sure we get everything set up there's uh coming up with uh different rules uh, how we're gonna 
approach it through some marketing uh, aspects. We're talking to some branding agencies to figure out uh, the messaging, et cetera. So it, it really is hard to describe a day-to-day. Uh, <laughs> sure. With all those things going on, um, how do you kind of, what, do you, what have you found to be the best way to mobilize the staff in one, or you know, your, the people working on whatever specific thing happening uh, in one kind of you know, specific direction? How do you kind of mobilize them in that way? So one thing that we've done is we, we're, we're big on incentives and that starts with overall incentives. Uh, all employees of Ninja Holdings have a, a, an equity stake, right? So they're all incentivized for the whole company to succeed, uh, which is important, especially now that we have multiple business lines. We don't want one business line just due to, uh, let's say, sheer willpower of, of the leadership at the top there, drive everything in that direction and leave a mess behind for everybody else. Right. So all of our employees and they know this and they talk about it. Right. There's there's been uh, a lot a lot of instances where we announce something new and I've got some of my guys coming to me. He's like, so we're, we're about to buy a bank. I heard. Does that mean my equity now will have uh, will own a bank? Yes. So um, from the top level, that's uh, that's important. Right. Everybody wants to make sure the company succeeds. And if you hire smart people and set up the incentives correctly, you just need to get out of their way. Um, yeah, go ahead. How did you uh, figure out that that was the best way of, of going about it? You know, I, I've uh, over the years kind of uh, overheard conversations when people had those kinds of incentives. And, you know, a lot of companies have some sort of profit sharing or or some kind of equity. Uh, especially in the startup world. And, uh, you know, there's been instances where I'd walk by uh, an office with a bunch of developers, engineers, QA, whatever, sitting in there and, and arguing. And uh, I remember one guy just going off on, on the rest of them, like, you make this mistake, it's going to cost me money, right? And I realized, like, oh, my God, you're taking personally the success of this company, right? So uh, that was one instance. And another instance, when I actually started at Enola, one of the teams I had to take over was Help Desk. And it was a large organization we had found an 800 call center 800 person call center and so there's a lot of told us tickets and people weren't happy like there was a lot of grumbling from uh not just the call center but but the kind of the corporate side as well that they weren't getting the answers they were looking for and if you start you know i, I looked at it and i realized that you know how do oftentimes you how do you normally incentivize help us right what do you tell them oh we're going to look at how many tickets you guys close well that's great but what happens when they just close those tickets and move on, right? And the per- they don't actually solve the problem. And so I started thinking about how do we make sure that the team's measured uh, measurement for success uh, aligns with what we want to see from them, right? So the incentives are you just got to line them up to the end result that you want to see. Right? so then I implemented a bunch of different tool metrics around uh, help desk, not just number of tickets and we still had to look at the number of tickets but now that was kind of a much smaller uh part of of how the team is measured you're looking at things like uh how long were tickets open how many times do you have to reopen them right think all of that but and then at the end uh implemented a simple survey right every time you close a ticket goes back to the uh original submitter just to see how happy they are with the resolution and those metrics were a big part of the overall incentive for the help desk team. Uh, and to get people, and, and on the other side, you know, you got to get people to actually fill them up, right? 
everybody's busy at work right now. I got to click a link. Maybe there's only four or five questions, but why am I going to do that every time I, my printer broke, right? So we implemented a little raffle. Every month, somebody would win a gift card. Uh, whoever filled out surveys, it'd be a random raffle. They went. I started getting so many responses and they weren't, you know, my original expectation was most people will click that when they're unhappy, right? Because I want to complain, so I'm going to click that link. And turns out that wasn't the case. We were getting a lot of responses. And you could track how, as people, as we've been implementing new things, you could see how the uh, end result, the satisfaction of the end customer started going up, right? And so I found that whatever that team is, whatever team you're managing, right, you just got to figure out where do you want them to be? What is their goal, right? Uh, and then you try to set up the incentives so that uh, all you got to do is just explain the incentives to them and the metrics that they're being measured on and want to step back and let them let them do their thing. So it does. So like at Ninja Holdings, are there different incentives for different different types of employees? Well, the incentives uh, at the top level are it's just obviously different uh, amounts. But at the end of the day, they get company success. Sure. But then you've got uh, additional incentives. There's bonus structures, et cetera, that will be tied to specific teams that you're working on. And for, uh, you know, every team will have a different structure, uh, different things that they're measured on, different expectations, not just every team, but every uh, level of an employee, right? Somebody who's fresh out of college, the expectations for them are going to be very different than, than the guy that we hired with 10, 15 years of experience, right? And so you just got to keep that in mind and make sure that um, all of your management, you know, kind of senior and middle management are on the same uh, on the same page. And then how do uh, how does each each employee or or whoever is there a process for uh, making sure that they you know um, receive those incentives? You know, like you like you talked about with help desk. Yes, I mean absolutely. You, the, 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 obviously, the other part of this is you got to make sure that they know, right? If if you implement these programs but you don't actually explain, then uh, it's a waste of time. Nobody. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, we we go out of our way to make sure that uh, the employees understand their expectations. Uh, and uh, the other thing I'm I'm being on is that if you know during however however often you do your reviews, like we do them twice a year. If during the review cycle you are the employee is surprised by something, unless it's good news, you have failed as a manager. Right. So the, the goal here is that you don't wait until the review. You make sure that there's constant feedback. And so that if um, you know, if 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 the employee is kind of going down the wrong direction, you want to make sure they correct that quickly. And uh, again, at the end of the day, it's you know, we gotta do it this way, and here's the incentives, right? constantly kind of go back to that and sometimes there's at times there's been you know a lot more work we're, we're launching a new product people need to put in more hours or, or it's harder or there's bugs that you got to deal with and uh again i i've, I've heard these conversations of other like yeah i know we're, we've been working hard but i can you imagine once this product launches if we do well what that means to us as a company and what that means to me right how is that going to change my life how do you um, maintain that kind of communication with everybody to make sure there are no surprises? That's a tough one. Um, so, uh, and, and, you know, uh, to uh, some degree, we're, we're kind of uh, struggling a little bit 
with that ourselves right now is going through growing pains, right? We started out a um, small team. We all knew each other. Um, there was constant communication. We're very open. This is, you know, anybody from the consultant can go talk to the CEO, right? And, ha- and make suggestions, whatever. But now we've grown probably, whatever, 5X over the last year. In addition to that, we're now all remote. Right. So it, it, it's been a challenge. Um, you know, we're trying to come up with ways to keep the culture alive, keep that communication going. And uh, there's a lot of different ways that we've done this. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, uh, starting with the obvious, right, some kind of town hall company meetings where everybody's involved. Um, team events here and there uh, now that we've been able to do most of it out in person again. Um, as well as one of the new things we fairly recently implemented was uh, every new employee that we hire, uh, we do like a little mini coffee chat with the executive team, one-on-one, right? We want to make sure that um, no matter what level you are, you meet the execs, we, meet, we get to know you, and um, there's a little more become more comfortable coming to us with questions or suggestions or ideas. Um, so, and part of that is when we try to instill those messages, right? The cultural um, message of, you know, one of which being, look, we're all incentivized the same way, right? This is not, uh, you know, if we do well, it's not like, you know, the top tier are going to make a bunch of money and you guys will continue getting your salary and nothing else. Like, no, this, as a company, we want to make sure everybody's moving in the same direction and wants the company as a whole to succeed, which, you know, again, a a lot of times people will speak up, even though they're, they're working on their own silo, they're working on a given uh, product line, but they know what, what else is going on and uh, bring up issues like, look, this makes sense for us here, but we're going to cause some issues for this other uh, product that we're trying to launch. So let's let's revisit what we're doing. <clears throat> How do you come up with the incentives that work for everybody? You know, not, not only the person receiving the incentives, but for the company as well. Um. Well, I, I, one thing I know maybe it's not that popular of a message right now, but most people go to work to make money, right? <laughs> so, so that's a big part of uh, everybody's incentive. Um, you know, um, and uh, it, it, I'll be honest, it works. And then we try to hire people that, that will be incentivized by that because, you know, this is a company and, and, and we're trying to make it a success. Um, the other piece, uh, obviously, some of it is you, you do talk to, it, it's on an individual basis, right? Um, some people want titles, some people want you know, time off. We, we try to, um, you know, we're, we're very flexible. We try to be as flexible as possible. We had people with, uh, in the past here and other companies, I, I've had this where, you know, something happens in their personal life and they need you know, additional time or something. And we always try to work around that. Um, so at the end of the day, you know, the simple treat others as you'd like to be treated kind of approach and uh, try to find what works for a given individual. Again, it becomes harder as you go from a 20 person company to a 200 person company right because now you've got to make sure that um you know your managers are also doing the same thing but uh, some of it is just mentoring them um you know 
But again, at the end of the day, we uh, incentivize uh, at, at the top level with equity in the company so that you see company makes money, everybody does. And the, and the way that they're structured is that there is no way for like the execs to, there's no way to steer it so that the execs make more versus everybody else gets left behind, right? Everyone, including the executive team, same incentives, right? Same, same path forward, success. Do you have any favorite tools or software that you like to use on a day-to-day operational basis? You know what? There's really not, uh, I can't say there's a favorite. I, I, I try a lot of different things and there's some things work um, for certain aspects better than others. And I'm constantly changing them. Uh, I mean, software nowadays, right? Every, every month there's something new, something exciting. Sure. Sure. How can people find out more about Ninja Holdings? Well, uh, obviously there's a, we have a webpage, uh, ninjaholdings.com. There's also a LinkedIn uh, page. Uh, we have, um, uh, we've, we're working on some more kind of, uh, I guess, branding for the company as a whole. We've always, you know, we're still only four years old. We, we were just busy making, uh, making everything work. And now we realize, especially in this environment, as we're going out, we're trying to hire it, right? We need to create that image, create, uh, make sure people know what our culture looks like when they try to, when they're looking for jobs and they're, they're going to our website. So um, still, still in process, but uh, I'd say a good start would be the LinkedIn page. You can see um, not only the company, but the people that work there. And, you know, a lot of times that speaks more volumes than, uh, what the marketing department or HR department can put out. Final question for you. Do you have any books or, or podcasts that you find particularly <laughs> valuable or enjoyable during the course of your, kind of your, your career journey? Uh, honestly, no, yeah, nothing, nothing uh, specific. Uh, again, here and there. Uh, so. Nothing too specific. Okay. Well, hey, it was great to hear about your process, Jack, and I appreciate your time. Uh, this morning. Thank you so much for joining me. Nice meeting you, Chad. Thank you. Nice to meet you. Thank you. So long, everybody. Thanks for listening to the Process Breakdown Podcast. Before you go, quick question. Do you want a tool that makes it easy to document processes, procedures, and or policies for your company so that your employees have all the information they need to be successful at their job? If yes, sign up for a free 14-day trial of Sweet Process. No credit card is required to sign up. Go to sweetprocess.com, sweet like candy, and process like process.com. Go now to sweetprocess.com and sign up for your risk-free 14-day trial. Hi, this is Owen, the CEO and co-founder here at Sweet Process. If you've enjoyed listening to this podcast interview, uh, actually, you know what I want you to do? Go ahead and leave us a five-star review on iTunes. That way we get more people aware of the good stuff that you get here on this podcast. Again, go on to iTunes and leave us a five-star review. Looking forward to reading your review. Have a good day. That's my